0: Today's podcast is sponsored by the Christ for Disciples podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Steinberg, son of a canon, and father of five sons. Each weekday on the Christ for Disciples podcast, I apply God's word to raising the next generation. Take 10 minutes each weekday to listen to the Christ for Disciples podcast and get direction and gospel power to disciple the youngest generation. Subscribe to the Christ for Disciples podcast by going to ChristForDisciples.com or searching on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and whatever else. ChristForDisciples.com You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. This is the place where young men come to learn what it means to be a man after God's own heart. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead, and our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to be the men that God created them to be. So roll up your sleeves, gentlemen, and gird up. It's time to get to work. Alright folks, welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. My name is Charlie Ingemach and this is the place where young men learn to be the men that God created them to be. Glad that you joined us. Man, what a blessing. What a blessing to be able to do uh, what we love, to be able to talk about what we love, to be able to talk about Christian manhood and all the things that go along with it, man. What a joy to be able to share this journey with you. If you have not had the opportunity yet, go log on to Gird Up uh, so www.girdupministries.com I'll put that link down in the description below uh, please consider either buying a t-shirt the proceeds for the t-shirts go back to uh, the podcast help us make better content for you or if you don't have that money or if you don't necessarily want a t-shirt but you want to help us out, you can make a $5 cup of coffee donation. If you buy uh, a t-shirt or um, buy us a $5 cup of coffee, I'll make sure I mention your name on the air here and say thank you to you personally. Thank anybody that's done that already. Man, what a joy and a blessing to be able to share this ministry with you. Now, My encouragement today uh, is to think of your life as a body of work. Um, and that's an easy thing. like that's like normal like catchphrase sermon text <laughs> you know vibe. Um, but I think it is very valuable to think of our lives that way. I think a lot of times um, we get stuck in the mundane of day-to-day life. Um, we get stuck on plateaus, we get stuck in ruts. We get stuck all the time, particularly in our spiritual lives. Um, and we forget that every single day does actually matter. There's no such thing as big days and little days. In in my path heavenward, every single day is important. Okay, and that includes the days that I screw up. That includes the days that I mess up. It includes the days where I'm tired. It includes the days where the day just sucks. Like I didn't mess anything up. It's not like it's anybody's fault. It was just a bad day. Those days count too. Okay, if I think of my life as a body of work. Um, then I'm going to recognize that every single day is, A, a gift from my Heavenly Father, and B, a chance to move the needle forward. Um, you've probably heard this, the, uh, the phrase, what does it take to eat an elephant? Right? How do you eat an elephant? And the answer is one bite at a time. You don't think about the whole elephant. If you sit down and say, oh man, I need to eat this whole elephant, it's, it's going to suck. But if you sit down and you say, all right, I need to eat one bite at a time, and however long it takes, it takes. That's going to be the attitude that you're going to have to bring into life. Our Heavenly Father has declared that he has prepared good works in advance for us to do. He has things laid out in our lives that he wants us to accomplish. And those things are going to happen during different phases of life, right? You're going to accomplish different things to different phases of life. He's prepared different things for you in different phases of life. And he's naturally built into our lives different coming-of-age moments um, and different opportunities for us to learn and to grow. He talks in Scripture about the idea of us becoming mighty oaks of righteousness. Um, he talks about us being grafted to the vine. He talks about us um, you know, growing as trees besides living waters. He uses all those phrases and pictures for us because those are things that take time. You can plant a tree next to a river. It's not going to become a mighty willow tree overnight. Right? You can't plant an acorn in the ground and wake up the next morning and see a giant oak tree. Right? Um in, in the parable of the sower and the seed, right? He throws he plants seed absolutely everywhere, and people sprout up, right, and they grow right away. Faith comes and man, it happens. Um, but a lot of people, the faith is going to get choked out in a year or two. A lot of people, uh, they're going to come up real fast and then the sun's going to come out and bake them. As soon as that pressure's turned on, as soon as the kitchen heats up, man, they're out. They didn't really want the real thing. They just wanted to feel good for a while. Um, some people are snatched up by the devil and his evil angels or caught up in the world. But those who would remain in the Lord, they grow up healthy and strong. But they don't grow up healthy and strong overnight. They grow up healthy and strong over a season, right? You know, you'll hear a lot of prosperity gospel people talking about seasons, right? You know, in this season, God will bless you and blah, blah, blah. Well, the language they're using, they're using, they're hijacking language of scripture um, to talk about, you know, God giving us earthly blessings. And what they're trying to do is convince people um, that if they give money or if they give church or if they tithe or whatever, then they're going to have money in the end and God's going to give them earthly blessings to go along with the spiritual blessings. And God definitely does not promise us that. In fact, he promises us um, that our lives are going to be just as difficult as they have to be in order that we cling to him and spend eternity with him. So some of us, um, he's going to look at us and say, well, I've blessed you with little, you've done very well, now I'm going to bless you with much, and we're going to be just fine. But he's also said it's very difficult for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven because with that money comes temptations. And I personally am one of those people that isn't always the best at managing my money, and so... The Lord hasn't blessed me with much. I can look at it, and I already know I wouldn't be a good steward with a lot of money right now. That's something I'm actively working on. I'm not complacent in that, going like, yep, I'm never going to be rich. That's not my attitude at all. My attitude is just the opposite of I'm working hard to get better at budgeting, to get better at my finances, to get better at taking care of the things that God has given me, so that I can continue to pursue him with my whole heart and with my whole life and not be worrying about the things of this world because I did something stupid with my money, okay? Um, so every single phase of life is going to be a little bit different. Before you move on to the next phase of life, you have to be prepared for it. And that oftentimes means we need to grow in maturity, right? Um somebody's told me multiple different times that if you really want to know what, it's, <laughs> what it means to be a man, if you really want to grow up, like if you are looking at yourself in the mirror and you're saying, man, I need to grow up. The best way to do that, the fastest way to grow up is to get married. And if you still haven't grown up, the next best way to do that is to have a kid. So if you get married and have a kid, you're going to grow up real fast because you're going to recognize the importance of your leadership and your maturity in your life. right? But those things aren't going to get passed on to you until the Lord deems that you're ready. If that happens too early, you're never going to grow up. We all know some Peter Pans that never grew up, right? Well, it's not too late. It's not too late. A lot of times we look at the things that we've done and we say, wow, that disqualifies me from this, that, or whatever. Or look at the things that I've done and say, man, I wish I could have done that better. And then we just move on. We don't even reflect on it or think about it. But if we think of our lives as a body of work, if we look at our lives not as, you know, a series of important events and we either nailed them or we didn't and we moved on. If we see every single day as a great battle, as a piece in a great battle, then we will see our lives or then we'll see every single day as valuable. Another one of my favorite analogies is uh, the Marines during World War II. Right. In World War II. The Marines went from one little tiny, little tiny island to another little tiny island to another little tiny island to another little tiny island, and they never actually attacked the Empire of Japan on Japanese soil. Well, they did very close to the end of the war, but it was a limited time. Um, what the Marines had to do was take literally one rock at a time, the rock in front of them. They had to start a long way away from Japan, and they had to slowly but surely take the next rock. And they went they literally island-hopped, all the way to Japan. Until they had beaten the snot out of the Japanese. And eventually they even had to drop an atomic bomb. Now if any one of the Marines. Had been told. Especially you know privates and grunts. Like the E6s. If anybody had told them what the plan for the war was. That essentially they were going to be cannon fodder. And uh, that there was very little chance of them, for, of them surviving. And all of that. Many of them still would have joined. But it would have been really hard to fight those battles. If they knew just how difficult the path is going to be the generals knew right the generals knew and I'm not saying that the soldiers were going in blind and they didn't understand the enemy I'm not saying that at all I'm saying is to know the entire plan would have been daunting even humiliating and incredibly frustrating for any of the young marines to have thought about to have really considered think about it this way Thousands, like hundreds of thousands of Marines died in order to take an airfield. An airfield that they only needed in order to take the next airfield. If you asked an individual Marine what his idea was, he probably would have said, well, let's just go ta- attack the Japanese where they are. Because he doesn't understand military strategy. You have to take one rock at a time in order for it to happen. Now, again, it's easy for us to say from a historical context where we can look back and see the way the war turned out and been like that's right they would have never surrendered but they didn't know that at the time they had no idea how tough the japanese really were until they started attacking those island rocks the same thing is true in our lives we don't know how it's going to end we know what the end will be we're going to be victorious the lord has done his work we will be crowned victors in the end he will give us the crown of life but we don't know what the battle is going to look like, we don't know how long we're going to be here, we don't know what our path is going to be, we don't know any of that. So instead of worrying about you know where we're going, this is, I'm not saying you shouldn't plan for the future, but instead of looking out into the future and planning out every tiny, tiny little detail of the future and focusing on the future all the time, or instead of yelling YOLO and living it out you know one day at a time just being like, hey, every single day I'm going to get mine. It needs to be a healthy balance of the two that's rooted in humility. It says, I know my Savior loves me. I know he has a role for me. I know he's prepared good works in advance for me to do. And I know that he's taking me somewhere very specific. I also know that it's probably not my plan. His plan and my plan are going to be different. His plan is going to be better than mine. And so I walk, I wake up every single day. I walk humbly with my God, right? I pray for the Spirit, I spend time in the Word, I meditate on it, and I go out and I work hard, and I spend every single day giving it all for my Savior, giving it all for my Savior. I'll go to bed, I rest, and I spend the next day giving it all for my Savior again. And over a lifetime, the Lord will use that to do all kinds of wonderful and amazing things. He will bring you great joy in the struggle. He will give you great accomplishments. They might not be mountaintop experiences, but he's going to show you what he had laid out for you to do, and he's going to give you the opportunity to see that, but it might not be for a while. right? You might be striving away at your job. You lose that job. Oh, shucks, now I don't have a job. Yeah, but it meant you got to spend a lot more time with your family, and looking back as a grandfather, you're going to realize that was more important than anything else. That's just a, a one level one example. The Lord is playing 3D chess, and we're playing checkers, man. He's got all kinds of awesome things laid out for us to do, and it's not our job to try and figure out what those are. It's our job to be faithful, to follow him, and to let him lead, no matter where he asks us to go, no matter what he asks us to do. Okay. With that in mind, um, and with, the, uh, with the, the, the concept of building lives that chase after Jesus in mind, I... Um, I want to talk to you about something I have on my heart and on my mind. Well, I've been praying the last couple of weeks, probably over the last month. Uh, the Lord has laid it on my heart to start a nonprofit. Uh, I want to start a nonprofit that uh, helps um, young women uh, who have been battered or abused, and helps uh, young women who have been caught up in human trafficking. Um, now, in order to do that, you got to have some some way to raise the money, right? Uh, again, I have a great passion for people living out their calling as men of God. Um, And I think one of the easiest and like lowest hanging fruits there is to be wearing Jesus everywhere you go, both literally and figuratively. Um, By the way you interact with people, by the smile on your face, by the aura around you, to use the spirituality terms, people should know that you love your Savior just by meeting you. Um, But. I think it would also be cool if every young man who knows and loves Jesus would also be wearing a t-shirt or a piece of jewelry or a watch or a wristband or something on their person that declares they are a child of God. I want that to be true. Unfortunately, most Christian clothing companies way overcharge for their product and a lot of times they're not products I want to wear. Either they're uh, made by companies that endorse things I don't want to endorse or they just aren't as cool as they think they are and they charge way too much for them. So what I want to do is I want to start selling T-shirts, um, for a g- honest price, right? So we're not going to do this, some crazy markup. Sell honest T-shirts and other gear like hats, jewelry, whatever it is, um, that declares we are children of God. That tells the whole world like a billboard, "Hey, I love Jesus and Jesus loves me." And take the profits from those T-shirts, from that jewelry, whatever it is, and you donate that to. Uh, Groups and individuals and things um, to other nonprofits that serve uh, women who've been abused or battered, and uh, help rescue people from from human trafficking. Now, I don't know how to start a nonprofit. I don't know how to do that. This is way out of my comfort zone and way out of my league. Um, so, if you're willing to help with that, either by coming out with cool designs and uh, you know, kind of learning. Uh, the ropes there on that end of things or uh, by helping me uh, figure out how to start and run a nonprofit. please message me you know all all the contact information is down at the bottom here you can find me on any social media um, you can just email me at the website whatever it is um but reach out to me. Let's start this together. i got a bunch of dudes that are already in on it, a couple of girls that are in on it too. Um, I want to make t-shirts and other gear for boys and for girls, for guys and for girls, um, that will declare we are children of God so everybody knows who we are and what to watch for. Everybody knows why we have the hope that we have. And I want to use the proceeds from that. I want to sell them at an honest price. Um, and then we're going to take the proceeds for that. And we're going to donate it to help people um, who are struggling. Um, so if you want to be a part of that, reach out to me. Let's make this thing happen. Um, It's another step in our our body of work as Christians, right? Do big, crazy, mighty things in the name of the Lord, and he will bless them. God bless you all. Think of your life as a body of work, and we'll see you next time. Go be the men that God created you to be. On behalf of all those involved in producing, recording, and publishing this episode, thank you for listening to The Gird Up Podcast. We hope it helps you along your journey to be a man after God's own heart. Be sure to check out The Gird Up Channel on YouTube. There you will find many podcast episodes just like this one, but you will also find exclusive video content geared at helping you be the man that God created you to be by introducing you to other godly men, teaching you how to behave, study, dress, act, eat, and live like a man of God, and you'll find devotions to help you grow in faith. Please consider supporting Gird Up Ministries by donating on Patreon, shopping in the online store at girdupministries.com, or by making a $5 cup of coffee donation at girdupministries.com. Those donations help us make more great content just like this for young men just like you. Make sure that you like, follow, friend, and subscribe to Gird Up and our guests on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Those links are in the description. And as always, we'll be praying for you on your journey. Blessings, men. Time to gird up and go be the man that God created you to be.